Um, no, you know what? Does anyone remember that song, um, Louie Louie? When I was in, yeah. when I was in high school, it was a big thing. At, uh, the band would do that song, mm-hmm. and then we would all, like, all of us would try and... I was never in band, but I, I, we would see the performance, and all of my friends would be like, oh, you know, I know the lyrics, and we'd try and sing them, but there are no... <laughs> Nobody knows the there lyrics. There are no lyrics. There are no yeah. lyrics. You know, and I always think of it from that scene in um, Animal House. Yeah. I love yeah. That's so a great... That's that's a, yeah, that's a real good one. Classic. Which scene in Animal House? What? You know, you haven't seen like Animal House. I've I've never seen it completely uncut. I've only seen like maybe twenty minutes of oh it. Oh my god! I'm, gonna, I'm with Joe there. I've highly never edited. Oh, I've wow. never seen never? it. Never. Never. How is that even like, possible? Like, it gets referenced a lot. In yeah, I Every so day. I feel like I've seen it, but I, yes. I never. Oh have. no, no, no! You have not seen it. Well, I mean, I've seen Revenge of the Nerds. It's the same thing. Right? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Out. <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> it's on your list. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brock Powell, and I've never seen Animal House. I'm Bethany Brinton, and I have seen Animal House. I'm Andrew Lindy, and oh yeah, I've seen Animal House. (laughs) I'm Cheryl Jones, and I have definitely seen Animal House. I'm Elisa Gonzalez, and I've seen Animal House. I'm Joe Myers, and I've never seen Animal (laughs) House. That's crazy. And you're listening to It's On My List. So uh, let's just first mention the fact that uh, now that we learned that Joe hasn't seen Animal House, you, you and I, Joe, went to a screening of it. So the first time you saw it all the way through was on the big screen. With the crowd. With, yes. With the director. With John Landis. Oh, yep. wow. John Landis was there? John yes. Landis was I'm there. So and wow. so was Babs. I and forget Martha her. Smith Babs. was there. Yes. Babs Played there. Babs. Yeah. Man, I missed it. I and missed some technical people were there. Yeah, one of the producers. Yeah. And oh, uh, it was uh, a tribute to Verna Bloom. Oh, okay. And her widow was there to tell stories about her and stuff. It, it was... I'm glad I saw it there. I honestly yes, don't know what my opinion would be of it if we had just rented it. I have watched to say, it on Netflix. I feel like I I actually missed out on an opportunity to have enjoyed it because having I'm watched sure it for the first time on the television at home <laughs> by yourself, were you? Yeah, by, yourself? by myself. Yeah, that's I, not. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, but I feel like you know. need some, at least yeah, one yeah. other person. But there. here's the thing, and and not just because I'm I'm not pandering here, but like yeah. I can watch The Big Lebowski by myself and howl. I can watch yes. Ghostbusters by myself and lose my pants. Like, <laughs> like there are certain. Me both. There are certain. We should not watch it together. Then. <laughs> hey. Don't cross the street, Cheryl. <laughs> so, so the, that got I weird. But I, I actually, my. I actually had a chance. I saw um, Animal House uh, at the uh, Long Beach Art Theater oh. uh, a little over a year ago, and. That that was really good. They played it kind of late at night, so I was a little sleepy, but I really enjoyed it. Great. It was it's really good to see it on a on a big screen after well, having think, watched it on different televisions throughout the years. Yes, yeah. I think that was probably my first time to see it on the big screen as well. I don't remember ever 
I, I think I only ever saw it on TV. I mean, it's not like it's got grand vistas or something, but you need to see <laughs> there are some big grand vistas in but this it's film. A, and it's a movie that is on television so frequently that then when you watch it either on the big screen or you watch it on a station that doesn't edit, yes. that all of a sudden you're like, oh, I forgot about all of that this. That happened to me exactly because I, yes. I saw it too young again. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I probably saw the edited version of it ever, every time since and just bits and pieces and now to f- sit down and, oh my God, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, there is there a that you forget about. Stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yes. <laughs> it's just, wonderful, but it. it's a movie that you could not make in that same fashion today oh, because yeah. there's a lot. And Joe, you had the experience at the theater. Oh, please. Right. So the person sitting next to me was a th- young 20 something year old who was i don't know why they were there they were there with other people highly offended at everything (laughs) to the point to where if we laughed at something that was these days completely inappropriate of course everyone's laughing at that oh my god terrible 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 (laughs) they lasted through the entire film Within five minutes of the Q&A, John Landis was telling a story about someone else and quoted that person. It's something that we wouldn't say today. Mm-hmm. It got up and walked right out of the q and <laughs> Why? How can you not know oh just gosh. in general that Animal House is Animal House? It's, I mean, it's raunchy. You know, yeah, right? it's, it's, it's the original raunchy college raunchy, movie that appro- all the others are based on. And I think so. that's part of why I like it so much. It's yeah. like if it's, if you can't enjoy that for what it is, it's not like it's not like everyone in that theater is like a disgusting pig who should burn for what they believe in. Of course not. If you're laughing at the thing that's funny and that was made a long time ago right. and clearly still has a legacy because they're doing a Q&A screening with the director there. To a packed house. To a packed yeah, house. Packed and if house. you're going to be that guy, then you're no longer the cool kid at the party. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> just chill out. Like you do. It is. There's a lot of cringing in the movie watching sure. it now. You're like, that's oh, part boy, of the experience. Well, but it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, you're like laughing. Like, I can't believe that. Yes. I'm laughing at the fact that we ever laughed at this. Like, yeah, like it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I, had my, I think my big fear about this always was I knew so many lines from it without ever having seen the film. Yeah. And so many other films like Revenge of the Nerds stole from it. Yeah. That mm-hmm. my big fear was I'm going to watch it and I'm not going to enjoy it because it's going to seem like, oh, I've already seen this. I know everything about it. Thankfully, that wasn't the case, and I think that yeah. was helped by seeing it with a crowd. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, because the laughter's bigger that way. Like that group laughing thing. Yes, yes adds to it. I, I don't know if we want to even <laughs> try. Brock's over there shaking his should head. Should we? Should we stumble through whatever yeah, I, loose plot? I, I, yeah, I don't know how to summarize this movie because so it's. it's uh, I'll, I'll take a shot at it. Oh, it's, it's about a uh, two. A college freshman who pledged to the only fraternity that will take them. That is Delta. Uh, yes, Delta House. It is the raunchiest, dirtiest, weirdest fraternity on campus. Uh, and they have a rivalry with the neighboring uh, fraternity that is the most uptight, strictest, most horrible. Are they the Omegas? Is that yes. okay? Yeah. Omega. And uh, and so it's the story of the Deltas and kind of just the hijinks that ensue throughout the college year uh, as the 
dean of the university, Dean Wormer, tries <laughs> desperately to get rid of them, basically. He wants them out off campus. And so... You know, I do enjoy there is no real plot. There's no real plot, yeah. Because, it's just hijinks. Well, it's a hijinks and I'm gonna, movie, I want to keep coming back to this movie because I saw it way young and compare it to this. But in Revenge of the Nerds, you know, they try to get better as a fraternity. The, the right. show, everyone, they're the best. These guys never. Yeah, they're just <laughs> who they <laughs> are. They are. They are. We're, we're going to do what we've always done, and it'll be cool because, you know, whatever. Yeah, I well, love that about this movie. Yeah, they're the guys who don't fit in that box and don't want to fit in that box. They yes. just want to go and have fun and uh, spend multiple years I- at university <laughs> and just enjoy some beer. Ugh. It's just... <laughs> no, but the, the oh, movie is actually set... Uh, in what it's because it came out in 70, 19, it's it's at Faber it's College right? 1962. Yeah, but it came out in 70, 78, 9? Yeah, 78. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, because it's There's, not it's not the distant past, it's a right, recent past at that point. Yeah, yeah, a recent, yeah, mm-hmm. and because you can take that 19 early 60s kind of you know, a lot of that in the movies before this, it was always kind of that perfect, that Kennedy, that that uh, yeah, really nice Richie Cunningham yes yeah. that Happy kind of thing and they just yeah. were like oh let's show you the other side of the early 60s <laughs> let's show you what all the writers were doing yes. at that point <laughs> which was this and that's exactly what I mean that's one of the things is um, the character Stork one of the yeah. Delta House brothers that is the guy one of the guys who created National Lampoon so and I didn't know that until recently watching a Lampoon documentary that yeah that's the guy so and he just has this weird little role in the movie. Let's, can, can we run down like the characters? Like, I mean, semi. There's a lot of people in this movie, yes. actually, but it's it's pretty easy to keep track of. But just maybe a quick run. Also, I love how many like sort of big name actors are are in this. Donald oh, Sutherland, yeah. Donald Sutherland, yeah. Karen, Karen Allen, Allen, Kevin Bacon, Tim Matheson. Well. You guys, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. There's a ton of people. Uh, Tom uh, Hulse, who went on to, to be Amadeus. Who's the guy? D-Day. What, what's that actor's that's, name? That's uh, oh, uh, Tom. God. <clears throat> he, He's my favorite character, and now I'm going like, to forget. I, Bruce McGill. Bruce McGill. Bruce McGill. I was looking at like IMDb, and then I looked at the movie, and I looked at it, and I was like, that, Bruce McGill? Yes. Like, it's yeah. just so so crazy, because I've seen the movie so many times, I never realized that was Bruce McGill. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was Stacey Keach. I swear I thought that's who that was. I can totally see that, too. the first part of the film, and then I realized it wasn't. But yeah, I can man, see that. Man, he looked very much like him. But I, that's my, uh, as, uh, I, as I've said. we should... John Belushi in it, too. John Belushi. Oh, that's right. Some I guy named John Belushi. That guy's funny. Those eyebrows. John Belushi was 28-ish when this movie happened. Like 20, wow. 28, yeah. 29. God, did he look like a fifty-year-old man? Yeah. <laughs> like he is the—he is an icon of comedy, but a poster child for not doing drugs. Don't Absolutely, do drugs, guys. Yes. Oh it doesn't God. end well. Yes. Yeah. Can you believe he's twenty-eight in that? No, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. No I'm thirty, and I feel like I look much younger. <laughs> than yeah. yeah. You were. You See, could play think... his son if if you were in that film. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> a man. <mentor>. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I don't think he looked that Speaking old. Speaking of him, though, my impression of this film always was that he was the main character. Yeah. And he's oh. so not. Yeah, no. He that steals was a the pleasant, show. Yes, he, he, yeah. every scene he's in, he owns. But how much does he yeah. talk in it? He not really much. Talk not much. And Landis in the Q&A talked about yeah. that he had more dialogue and he kept cutting it and cutting it. 
and he told him that he wanted him to be a combination of was it Harpo Marks Harpo and the Marks. Cookie Monks. And the Cookie yes. <laughs> yes, he said, yeah, he said, wait, Just I have like, a note somewhere because, yeah, uh, yeah, he said gross but sweet. Yes. Is right, what that right. was, yeah. Well, nailed it. Oh, nailed you know it. what? I totally get that. Yeah, <laughs> you get it. You see it. You're well, because like, like the, the, literally the moment um, when Otter brings up Toga Party and John... Uh, uh, John Belushi looks at him and literally almost as if Cookie Monster saying Cookie starts going Dog Dog like this weird like trance like and I that like, was no, my favorite it. bit it was it was like in every other movie about this they would have had that toga party to raise money to do something oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. and it was just like no we're just they told us like, to we're, you're play on double it straight and we're gonna double down on I think we should have a toga party yeah we're just gonna do it put them oh, on probation well, yeah but Dean they're already on probation <laughs> but it was like an anti it was an anti-plot because like yeah Oh, we're in trouble. Let's have a toga party. Oh, we're expelled. Let's go on a road trip and, <laughs> and seduce a grieving bunch of co-eds. So Dean hates us. I'm going to sleep with his wife. Yes. Yeah. So everything was like and very anti-establishment, which makes sense. Yeah. You know, uh, but it also takes place kind of like in the shadow of what would have been the Korean War at that time. Right. The, the there was a wasn't there a cut scene where it was they, they were trying to get out of the draft. I don't know, I but there is so. the, there yeah. is the scene where the dean says you're expelled, and I've notified yes. your local draft boards that yeah. you're, you're well, available. Sixty two yeah. would have been Korea, right? I think so yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah. Before it, before Vietnam, because they they had a few yeah. cutaways at the end. At the like, end, so of, and so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, which okay, man alive. <laughs> this movie, I uh, overall uh, I did not like it. That's wow. really a shame. That is a shame. Ashamed I'm saddened you. by that. I what? didn't think it was funny i thought really? oh, yeah wow. i don't know and and again maybe i really should have been at that screening i or think in if, an I think if state. there is another screening <laughs> we need to take you just to see if it's different yeah i want look i i think there there was something i had to for for a certain reason i had to watch the beginning twice i had to i was called away and then i had to come back mm. and even watching it again there's the the beginning part where um, the two the two they they're called the, the, Flounder and Pinto eventually. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> they're going you know the freshmen they're, they're they're at the, uh, the Omega, Omega House, house yeah. and it's all very prim and proper and then they're trying to shoo them off to the corner where there's oh, like a, the blind kid, yeah. a blind kid, uh, you know, Indian, someone wearing a yeah. turban. Like yes. it's very clearly like these are not going to fit the Omega vision. Yes. So you're <laughs> also part of that. Get over there. Yes. Uh, and then when they get that, that scene, I was, I was like, this feels a little long, but then the, the punchline to me is they get to the Delta house. And the first thing is like a trash can comes flying out of a window. And that yeah. is, I just crack up. It is so, they get inside, the door closes, a beer bottle goes flying at the and door. To, and he has and to that duck. happens every time. Yeah. Yeah. That happens yeah, every so time joking. someone walks and in. And I just got to say, that, that you know they were doing that for real. And the, especially when oh, Kent God. comes with his date yeah. to the toga party. Oh my God. It oh my is God. like, it clips her. It's like, if you do not like, duck, you are going to get like, hurt right it now. It goes like, it, you, it like touches her eyelashes. It's like, so close I just thought my god but for me the comedy is this weird it's it's there's like a long setup and then when you get to what what would be considered you know like the punchline of like here's what the other house looks like yeah it's like yeah. oh my god it's and so we still that's just the beginning like that's right. just yeah. the journey has begun <laughs> the introduction yeah of... I don't know that that to me really sets the tone oh. Can I run down some some things that John Landis told us? Sure. Yes. Just because I'll forget to fit them in elsewhere. So for uh, he, his original casting ideas for uh, Dean Wormer was Jack Webb. Mm. And for Mrs. Wormer was Kim Novak. 
Um, when she said that the Jack Webb Universal just flat out said no effing way for Kim Novak. Yeah. Like, not happening. And Jack Webb just didn't get it. And hated John Landis. Yeah. Um, but then John Vernon had been in the Outlaw Josie Wales where he did the quote, don't piss down my leg and tell me it's raining, which is in this movie as well. Oh, wow. So, and, and he got it. Like, and, and, and John Landis said that John Vernon was the only one who realized during the filming that this film was going to be important. Like, nobody oh, else nice. got it. But he was like, yeah, this is going to be something. <laughs> the town where the parade was shot, uh, which is in Oregon, uh, so wrote, uh, Cottage Grove, Oregon. Yeah. The university's in Eugene, Oregon. But Cottage Grove was also used by Buster Keaton in the general and was in Stand By Me. Um, Which I got the shout out. So he's like, the, the movie that Rob Reiner did, the Stephen King. Uh, right. Stand By Me! <laughs> yep, he got it too. It was great. Um... <laughs> They did a radio promo to get the parade crowd down there. So they had giveaways like a TV and a car and stuff like that to nice. get that crowd there. Uh, the the Emil Faber statue that you see, it's yeah. the image of a guy named Cliff Colvin who worked with Sam Peckinpah. But I can't remember now huh. what he did with Sam Peckinpah. Why I that? don't remem- remember anyway, either. And some random things written here. Uh, so the whole movie uh, is based on writer Chris Miller's uh, frat at Dartmouth. <laughs> Which has since burnt was since burned down and they've been expelled. <laughs> yeah, they, they were kicked off a of campus, then the house burned down. And then yeah. the house burned down. And uh, wow. I think these were his original casting ideas. Then for uh, Pinto was Chris Miller himself. Okay. Uh, for D Day was Dan Aykroyd, mm-hmm. yeah. which I can see that, and he's a motorcycle guy. Otter was Chevy Chase. Uh-huh. It was gonna. It was that almost gonna be like an there. SNL movie, and then yeah. was it was it John? I wasn't at the screen. Was yep. it John or someone else? Like I don't want it to be an SNL movie. I don't. I don't. Oh, know. Yeah. It was. It was I supposed think to be like Chevy Chase. Still tried to get them all, and it was. Yeah, all, I remember she was the only one yep. that would be able to do it. I, I yeah. remember reading that um, someone, someone who was working on the film, didn't want Chevy Chase in it, and so they, when they were telling him about, it, they're like, "Oh, it's like an ensemble," and that just immediately uh. Chevy Chase was like, "Nope, yeah, <laughs> he wanted to be the star." But for uh, Dan Aykroyd, really wanted to do it. I, from what I remember, Lauren yeah. Michaels was like, "If you leave, you're fired from yeah. SNL." Something, yeah, something. Like, he would have been definitely good like in the bar. I love Bruce people. McGill in that role, but yeah. Dan Aykroyd would have been really mm-hmm. great. Had Belushi left SNL at that point? No, he was still on. So he was flying back and forth oh. across country and doing Yikes. Saturday Night Live and then going back and filming this. So he was still on the show at the time. Yeah. And uh, uh, in the script, Pinto was so named because he had a spotted dick, which <laughs> which the producer guy who was there said, that's a an excellent dessert, whatever. And I think I might have been Cheryl the only one. Went, Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's actually really good. It's a British. It's a British dessert, spotted dick, and I was very spotted frightened of it dick. for a long time. And I finally tried it, and it's really good. Oh, but no. it's a very old school. And if you go to Britain, nobody makes it anymore. You have to go to like a British pub here in the states, and That's they'll have so it. So, so where where does Pinto come from? From Pinto comes from well, the horse. The, Pinto the spotted horses has a spot on it. Have so spots. he, so he had a spotted dick. Penis. I mean, it not the dessert, the actual. Part of his Th- body. There's like seven layers to this. Bro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, because in the movie, he he asks, he's like, "Why Pinto? Goes, yeah. Why not?" Right. <laughs> uh, John Landis said a lot of people didn't get the ladder gag at the sorority. Why? <laughs> How? How do you not? They didn't get why he falls backward. <laughs> and even he asked at the Q and A, and there was only a smattering of like, "Oh, applause." Yeah, I, I get it. It's an erection, right? It's yes, erection. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How more obvious right. it could have been of a gag. Because he's watching the one. Yes. You know what bothered me, though, was the foley of that ladder. It's set. Well, it's like, sure. It didn't. 
I thought, I Impact. think what's yeah. hilarious to me, though, is that that whole scene. One, he's right smack in both those windows. Yeah. Then nobody Making sees so him. Like, noise. she's looking right out the window, and he's right well, And then when he's moving and the then, ladder, the house must be... <laughs> yes, he's making all that noise, and no one... And I think hey, that's if hilarious. You have, think about it, If you have all the lights... I'm going to defend this movie to my death. If yeah. you have all the lights on in a room, and it's very dark outside, it's very yeah, hard to see what's outside. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. True. But the ladder thing, when he's going from one window... It's <laughs> well, so that... It's hilarious. from the pillow fights. You can't hear... Okay, there's, okay, the, there's sure. feathers in the air. They sure. can't see properly. It's so funny. And then no. the, the last <laughs> thing that he talked about was Elmer Bernstein, who yes. did, wrote the score. Excellent. Uh, and that the fact that he wrote the score dramatically, yes. which enhanced the comedy, whereas previous comedies had used like uh, funny or Mickey Mouse scores. Yeah, like Looney said, Tunes which stuff. Which if you look at Elmer Bernstein's IMDb, because right. I know him from Ghostbusters. He knows and what he's, he's doing. Yeah, you can see he did Westerns and he did... Was he, he did, in The Magnificent Six? Yeah, The Magnificent Seven, seven? yes. Sorry. <laughs> Birdman <laughs> of Alcatraz. You forget. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> a legend. To Kill a Mockingbird, yes. The right. Great Escape, The Original True Grit, then he falls into airplane strike. Yes, goes yes. oh, everything. Wow. Yeah, because like you see this with Animal places. House, he makes this total shift where he became the guy who does the comedy scores. But yeah, because he does them seriously. Well, yeah, because in every every, I mean, at the opening you have like a like a nice brass chorale sort of like we're at college mm-hmm. sort of thing. And yes, then, it looks very like this movie is going to be a very proper college Excellent. film. Yes. And then, I mean, like, score aside, the soundtrack is incredible. It's like all these oh, great yeah. 60s hits. Yeah. Yes. Louis Louis. Now, and... was, was this written by Harold Ramis? Yes, he was one yeah. of Co-written. the writers. Co-written. Her- yeah, Harold Ramis, Douglas, Kenny, and Chris Miller. And then Ivan Reitman produced this, Produced right? it, yeah, and John Landis direct. So you've got all the core of all of the great comedies yeah. of the 70s and 80s, I think, early 80s that, yeah, happened later. Uh, did... did um... <laughs> Did did he tell the story at your at your at, or mention it at the Q and A about how they convinced the college to let them film there? I don't know. No, no, I, I, I had just read about this and I'm just fascinated. So the the college you said it earlier it was in Eugene or yeah it was in Eugene Oregon. They um they had like previously been approached about filming there and they said no you know we want to be serious. And then it turned out that movie was The Graduate. Mm -hmm. Wow. And whoever was in charge of it there was like, we are not missing out our chance again. (laughs) So they were approached (laughs) and they took the script to whatever student board would have to help approve, you know, them filming there. And the students were like, oh, yeah, this is actually a really funny like comedy about what it's like to be in college. Like they're like, we know that it's, you know, raunchy and dirty, but this is actually really good. Yeah. And so they approved it. They were just like, "Okay, yeah, that was it. As I understand it, there's still the Delta House is gone uh, and there's another building there now. But as I understand it, there is like a a memorial, like a stone thing where it used to be marking it. So I would like to go visit that sometime. Oh, I would love to. That'd be awesome. My big takeaway from that Q&A, someone asked the question about Belushi. How much was on the page and how much did he Mm. improvise? And Landis was like, it was all improvisation like like, you know they would have the plot thread but it wouldn't necessarily say like stuff your mouth with everything on the cafeteria line he's so great in that part he he literally told the guy just keep with him keep filming don't stop let him do what he's going to do and Belushi just went through grabbing everything and taking a bite and shoving it back putting in his pocket and just the look (laughs) on his face as he was doing each thing and like it's so perfect oh my god and you can see I mean from my generation you can see a lot of Jack Black in, yeah, in what he's doing yeah, there, he's, and, yeah. and it's like the eyebrows and just everything, and it's it's incredible. It's an incredible performance. <laughs> it really, really is. 
It's I so just good. love this movie so much. I also I, really, uh, I really like the um, the way that the movie is essentially following Flounder and Pinto, but yeah. then you have the story of the the older students, Otto, Otter, Otter and Otter. Boone. Yeah, Otter and Boone. Who, yeah. They're kind of they're the guys who've been there a couple of years and they've figured out the system. Yeah. They're like, we're just gonna <laughs> do what we know how to do. We're gonna make. We're gonna get oh. by. It'll be fine. And Otter, who has the the most technologically advanced uh, oh, bedroom bedroom oh in a frat house ever, <laughs> oh with his God. seduction den I in just, there. Yeah, I love it so. I love that scene <laughs> when he's going oh, with the, the, the coat the rack, hangers, the coat hanger, and the coat rack, and they just keep falling to the yeah. floor. <laughs> the well, the second one, he doesn't even try to hang up. He just puts it yeah. on the yeah. coat <laughs> hanger, just yeah. it. tossing it. Him missing the ice cubes was fun. No, it's, just really good, yeah. it's just so That's much, so much physical comedy, and it's it's done so. Oh, well, I could see Jimmy Chase doing those. I could definitely see this. Totally. I, it's, yeah. You can if, see other people doing these roles, but I think the, I mean, the way that it was done was just perfect. Sure. It was, you you yeah. have the, the, throughout the movie, you have Niedermeyer and, <laughs> and, uh, I wrote his name down somewhere. The other guy is, uh, what's the other character's name? In oh, that? The, 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 the other, fr- uh, Shoot. Omega. All right. Anyway, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> I'll find it in my notes somewhere. Uh, but yeah, who are the you know the really bad guys like the ones you just yeah Greg. you're what Greg Marmalade Marmalade that's it Marmalade uh, <laughs> that's a good name. Um, yeah, where they're just they're such awful people. They're so awful to the deltas, like in the ROTC scene uh, when he's just what house yelling, would take you? Yeah, <laughs> 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 on your uniform, and yeah, but then you've got the deltas up on the hill above who are just you know balls. just playing golf. You Which know, apparently and- they used to do. I, I read was like they they did used to shoot golf balls at the ROTC. <laughs> <laughs> So you're, but I love that you're constantly getting payoff. Like he's oh. really Niedermeyer's really horrible. Then you kind of instantly get a payoff. Yes. On that against him, and it's kind of nice. Which of course the ultimate one of those is when he has forced through the ROTC. He has forced Flounder to clean his horse's stable, and 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 pushes him oh, down God. into into a pile of horse poop and yes. everything. It's really horrible to him. But D Day and Bluto come along in there. They sneak in there and they're like. <laughs> Do you want to get even with him? So they take the horse and put it in Dean Wormer's office and then send Flounder in <laughs> yes. with a gun. Like, oh well, God. you hate him, right? But then they say to each other, it's just blanks, it's just right? Blanks. Right. <laughs> and then the horse, like he fi- Flounder fires the gun in the air because he can't kill the yeah. animal. And the horse has a heart attack, presumably. I, I love when they come in and he's like, I didn't even shoot it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. So I know you're not a fan, Cheryl, but that whole sequence seems so Three Stooges to me. Uh, oh, no, it is when they run out yes. of there, it's completely... Completely three stooges. I love, making the noise. Eyes. I love the opening when when it's just a uh, Bluto like yes. sneaking around with this like <laughs> yes, and he's just hopping around slipping and, and falling to nothing. Yes, he's fantastic. I've copied that before. Just places where you're right. hopping and around. I've done it as a kid, and I never knew where I got it <laughs> right. from because I saw someone else doing it. I thought yes, it was funny, of course. But so as as much as I laugh my butt off at that scene. The scene following it yes. with a guy who never says a word, but just is like right, measuring just, the horse and yes, measuring got, the opening of the doorway. You've got Dean Wormer and the town mayor having a meeting, and yeah, this guy's in the background measuring the horse. Yeah. never mention it. And oh then he walks back with the chainsaw. Yeah, he walks back with the chainsaw. I go. Now, one thing that I do, I do, uh, I don't ever remember catching this as uh, through my all the times I watched it through childhood. Um, 
um, was that the the mayor of the town was meant to be like a corrupt Italian, maybe mafia probably guy? Mafia, he's definitely yes, like probably mafia, Latino, though. It was Spanish, right? Uh, but his no, last name was was something Italian. It's uh, Carmine something. Yeah, Carmine, Car- Car- first of all. It, he's it Italian. It's Italian. It's Italian. Italian. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like a pasta. There's there's just a brief thing later that you see that he has like the used car store in the town. Like it seems like he owns this town. Depositos cars. It's played by Cesare de Nova. So like there you go. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. That okay, so that whole thing. The mayor's daughter. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we're gonna come to that. Yes, that's that's a really that's a that's that's a rough one. A really rough one. Well, I, there's many layers that are rough in there. There's so many yes. layers. So so yes. Yeah, so Pinto meets. They go to the Food King. Food King. Food King. Food King. Which food I king, do all the king, time food too. King, food king. And they go to Food King and they make him steal a bunch of meat, like they put in his sweater. And then so the checker stops him and she's like, "Don't worry, sweetie. I won't tell anyone." So he invites her to the toga party. Yes. And she's working, so we presume, you know, close to his age. Uh, he's probably 18, right? Because he's yeah. a freshman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she comes to the party, gets... The, fir- the first thing she does when she comes to the party is takes a cup of whatever alcohol <laughs> yes. or beer or and just chugs, chugs it. Chugs it. Two of them. And then yeah. she yeah. starts like gotta a segue. She's up. like, I got here late. Gotta catch yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But then they eventually go... So Otis Day and the Knights play. They're dancing. Oh, Everything's great. So That's good. an awesome scene. Otis Day and the Knights are cool. It's doing shout. Um, and then they go upstairs. Pinto and this girl. Does she have a name? I don't remember. Um, I don't think they ever name her, name her so that you can get that payoff at yes, the end. Yes, that's yeah. true. So they go upstairs. They start to fool around. Um, well, he's having a lot of trouble getting her bra off. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's locked or something. It's locked or something. <laughs> yeah. So then you have the, that's the first piece of it is you have that he takes that off and there's tissue paper in there. Blows it in his face, yeah. Which I'm just going to say later you get a shot that you don't see on television. She didn't yes. need that. But... Um, <laughs> Again, this all leads you to think she's of a certain, yeah. And then, uh, well, and then she p- passes out. She passes, she passes out at out. that moment. His his devil and angel appear to him. Thank God, one thing in this movie they do right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do the right thing. They do the right thing. And Which he I was listens like, oh, to thank his you angel for doing that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Then the reveal comes later. I'm like, oh. God. Right, so, well, so he also, takes like, her takes her home in a shopping cart. Yes, she's I completely drunk and passed I love out. Her face too. And that's when you discover, like, you d- rings the doorbell and runs away, and you discover her father is the mayor. Is the mayor. So, but then later, yes, near the end of the movie, before the parade, they see each other again. They go out to the football field. Mm-hmm. They're going to have sex. This is made very clear. Mm-hmm. He confesses he's never done it before. <laughs> says, she right confesses before we the do this. same. Yes. <laughs> she yeah. says that. She goes, but I've got to tell you something else. I'm only 13. Then they cut away. And they cut away. (laughs) You're like, oh, God. And then later, she introduces him at the parade to her father. This is the boy who molested me. We have to get married. Now, there's... The freeze frame is real good. Yes. (laughs) Jumping off. Although the we have to get married indicates somebody's pregnant, usually, which (laughs) it's a little soon to be saying that, Mm. but... Yeah, that. or it could just indicate that like they're Catholic or something, this or that be, that's just yes, her well, mindset, be, yeah. or just whatever. But, yes, the fact that I'm 13 happens, <laughs> and then we know they slept together. Still, that's that's d- deeply disturbing in this yes. movie because even then, that's statutory rape. So because he's 18, I'm gonna be. Yeah. Literally devil's advocate here, I guess, <laughs> and say that okay. So we we have that cutaway when they're on the football field. She goes, "I'm 13," and then it's cut and right. it's ha ha. 
sort of yeah. laugh. And then, and yeah. then at the end, at the end, they're going up to the, at the end of the parade and she's like, daddy, daddy, here's blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking back, what if she's just thinking back to the party and all that she remembers is waking up in the shopping cart, like probably with half her clothes off and just like kind of assumes this thing happened. Maybe nothing know, happened on the football I, field. I, I, mean, I don't got know. that bra back on. <laughs> there you go. But he I did don't know. get the dress back on to, to her. Me, so. To me, it's, it's, it's comical because she says it. If he would have said it, everyone would have been, oh. Yes. It's, to, to me, it's almost her, like, maybe she's, like, playing a prank on him. Maybe she's doing this to get back at her dad. Maybe she's just, like, right. lying just for the sake I of the movie. I also want to know why she's 13 and working at the food king. But maybe it was before child labor. In the 60s. The real, yeah. There were many so, women. Also, the, yes. the mayor says, my daughter's going to work at your store. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. So, all right. She needs some structure and order in her life, some <laughs> yeah. responsibility, maybe. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe this isn't the first time. <laughs> well, it is, but you know what I mean. We'll be right back with more It's On My List. Hey, folks, this is Joe Myers. When I'm not waxing poetic about classic and cult films that I should have watched ages ago, you can hear me talk all things horror on the podcast Macabre with my fellow co-hosts, Chris Duck and Jenny Duquette. Join us each week for horror-related news, movie and show reviews, film franchise focuses, director and actor spotlights, and much more. Podcast Macabre is available via our website, our Lipson hosting site, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify with new episodes available every Monday. You can find us at podcastmacabre.com and follow our social media accounts on Facebook and under at Podcast Macabre on Twitter and Instagram. So, bright friends, please subscribe to, rate, and review the show. And remember, don't be afraid of the dark. Be afraid of what's in it. And then we have the Donald Sutherland, the oh college instructor. <laughs> well, he, has the some of the, he has some of the best lines in this movie that I had forgotten about. Like in the yes. in the beginning when they introduce him and he's it's almost like Ferris Bueller where he's right. just like giving a lecture and no one cares. And he's even doing a bit with, with the apple and he's talking about Lost Paradise and no one gets it. And then the bell rings and people are leaving and he's trying to yell. At the ch- and what, I think this is either his last line or close yeah. to it. But he goes, I'm not joking. This is my job. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But then, of course, you have Katie, who is Boone's girlfriend. Yes. And uh, later in the movie, he's gone, Boone has gone looking for her. He goes to her house. She's clearly not alone. She's only wearing a shirt. And, and she's clearly not alone. He hears a man's voice and is like, okay, you know, and he leaves. And then well, we this is, see... he was also coming from like going out on a date. <laughs> yeah. right, a lot right, of people right. here are not faithful to their. No, no, no. <laughs> no nobody is just a date, but tricking someone <laughs> yeah. into going yes, out. Yes, this is true. But then this is the good Donald Sutherland reveal. Yes. Right. So, Don, yes, so Donald Sutherland comes out. That's who she's been. They had smoked pot with him previously in another scene that's very funny, but and where they have to draw the blinds and lock the door and everything because yes. this is not today. And, uh, but then you you do get a Donald Sutherland you know butt shot so you because well, he's not always he opens, he opens a cabinet and then reaches yes. up and he's also and the only sweater wearing right. a t-shirt only yeah. Yeah. I read and and <laughs> again like this movie was like much longer in the earlier cut it was like a very long movie that he had to trim down which is why it's so good I think because the editing is so quick and it's so on point with timing that you you don't need a lot more than what you have and I think this this could just be a rumor but I read somewhere that. I think Karen Allen was going to have to do a nude scene or, or, or something like that. And she was nervous about it. Um, and so Donald Sutherland just kind of like offered to also do it. I mean, not a nude scene, but he's just it like, it was the to bottomless. Show, they to wanted her to be behind. bottomless and she didn't want to yeah, do it. She didn't yeah. want to. So in solidarity. <laughs> yes. In solidarity, Donald Sutherland was like, I'll do it. Offered, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Oh, how sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
Which, while we're talking about Karen Allen, I have 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 I said this on record before that I have the biggest crush on Karen Allen? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's understood. It's, yeah. No, I mean like of all people in cinema. Really, I can see that. Yeah, I I've always it. had, especially like, with Indiana Jones, with all the Raiders. Scrooged. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. fantastic in that. Indy. She's adorable. Indy, of yeah. Course. And then, and then even now this, I'm like, man, she is just to me probably one of the most beautiful women ever. On, <laughs> and on she just screen. she always has a certain strength, no matter what the character yeah. is. Yeah. And yeah, that's very attractive in her. Just I think makes her characters attractive. Just that. Yeah, she's beautiful and she has a strength that a lot of other female she has a character characters rather don't than have. just yeah. A- well, and she's a person who was interesting too because like after Indy, she retired. Yeah. yeah, she's like I think works somewhere on the East Coast either as a professor or something. I don't remember, but her I son's a chef and cool. she's very supportive of that. And uh, Karen, if you're listening, <laughs> it's not too late. This is going out to you. Not, Karen. Too, late. not too late for us. <laughs> The cafeteria scene, I think we have uh, to talk about. One, that's the payoff also from the from earlier golfing scene. Because yes. one of the golf balls crashes through <laughs> the window into the cafeteria into, into the, the big giant the, thing of soup. And the, the woman keeps stirring the yes, soup. Yeah, no stirring. problem. Totally normal. And then we have in the in where people have discarded their leftover food scraps, there is a bowl of soup with the golf ball in it, which Bluto then goes, picks up the golf ball and eats it. He eats the golf ball. Because why not? I mean, I you think know. the soup was... Did something to that golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> I think just Pluto. I think he can just yeah, eat anything. Pluto will eat anything. Uh, a line that I still just think in my head randomly: "That boy is a pig." pig. <laughs> yeah. yes. Which I have known for most of my life. Had no idea it came from this movie. And thank you, sir. May I have another? Oh yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Sir, I have said that in my life because I heard other people saying it, and it was in a context that was funny. And now, oh, now I know His where that film debut. From. I right? hear sweet Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin uh, Bacon's in this movie. I right? really uh, had no idea that was yeah. that was his first it's film. His, yeah. I it was wonderful. Amazing. It was one of the Friday the Thirteenth was like his so. First he's in picture. he's in the first one. Okay. First Friday the, in the first Friday the Thirteenth wasn't so that, that was, before this? No, 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 no that, that was later. Uh, like because if this is seventy eight, yeah. Oh, okay. Those started in the 80s. Yeah, because that was post-Halloween. Yeah. Uh, you also then have the the perhaps one of the most famous things in the movie uh, where Bluto puts the big cottage cheese ball in his mouth. I thought it was mashed potatoes. I thought it was mashed oh, potatoes. As I well. always thought it was cottage cheese. Because he doesn't take... It's cottage cheese. He takes it, cottage oh, cheese off the it's, thing. It makes it even worse somehow. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and says, see if you can guess what I am. After she calls him a pig, see if you can guess what I am now. I'm a zit. Get it? Uh, yes. And then smile, food fights. Smirky did smile. food fights did food fights ever actually happen? Was that ever a thing outside of movies? No. Food fight. And like I don't who think... would throw their food? I'm eating it. I paid for it. I don't Well did I think Blue he didn't pay for his food. <laughs> yeah. But literally everyone else in that cafeteria participates immediately without yes. a second thought. But this is not the only movie, I think, where food fights happen. I don't know. Maybe it is, and I just presumed no, it was also. I want to say that's another stooge thing. Yeah. It's like a silent movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, it's excellent. So definitely an homage to classic comedy. Yes, and, and there are comes, quite a few it, of it's those. It's a very brief scene. It just sort of... It, 
it kind of starts and ends. And it starts yeah. and ends. Well, because it, it, it's like the weird, thinly connected string that gets them to Dean Wormer's office, yes. I think. Yes. It says now mm-hmm. you're on... Well, no, they were on double secret probation. And <laughs> yes. I don't know what they were on after that. They were going to put him... Well, they go to a student court. That's a whole... That's oh yes judgment. oh right yeah. yeah that's later like the briefcase uh, well also we have they're just some like random well one is the lovers lane there's two lovers lane oh, scenes God. and those are just weird all right so uh, that reoccurring joke <laughs> with the hand the, the with glove, the glove. oh my yes. God. you're not even gonna try <laughs> and then I think there was a point later when she was trying it's, again well and, no because it's it's, it's um, Mads, it's the other girl, the the other girl yeah, okay that she's like, I just can't see her take advantage of you that way so then she becomes a girlfriend right it's not working for her either <laughs> until he starts complaining about delta house and otter yes <laughs> Which oh, I interesting. Was he's yeah. just so mad at them it's so funny. and then uh and then uh the deltas attempt to cheat on a test by stealing the original mimeograph mimeograph oh, yeah. how many people remember mimeograph mm-hmm. were you guys even uh, you're too young i for could that? glean what it was from what i, was I remember seeing, the but... mimeographs and i remember what they smelled like when you got that. that's everybody our yes. age at least yes. and I, everybody talks about the smell of like you would inhale the mimeograph paper like yeah. the copies <laughs> when it, like you could get a little high on it no <laughs> oh, no yeah. scantron no scantron's very Way different later. Yeah, Scantron's the little the sheet that has the the bubbles, the bubbles. that you fill yeah. in. The mimeograph like was an early, Xerox. You had early to like copy machine crank kind it. of idea. Yeah, it's like a, a hand crank Xerox machine, which she does in the movie. With, she's taking a, the purple kind of page yeah. off, and that's the original that she's been running through. The got it. Yeah, and it was always kind of they're always a little bit like damp kind of yes. when you got them, and yeah, and they smelled, and you could get a little bit high off that. And yeah. okay, everybody did, and uh, <laughs> we tried. Nothing really happened, but uh, yes, you heard that you that could. was like grade school. That was like grade school for us probably was yeah, when yeah, those yeah. In, ended but uh but of course the omegas have switched the mimeograph in the trash yes. so when the when the deltas go into the dumpster to try to get it they have the wrong test now my question is were the omegas using the other one did they cheat oh i would assume oh, so prob- yeah yeah, yeah. i always just kind of i just never really thought about that part of it until literally this oh, time yeah. and i was like oh they used the other one they totally cheated yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then they gave so the deltas got every question wrong every single <laughs> every question single wrong. question wrong and uh yeah so that's when dean normer visits that's, to tell them they were on double secret probation yes zero and one more zero <laughs> no, that comes later because this one is one more mistake yes. and you're out and then it's and that's toga when party. we've got to do something toga party uh, gotcha, gotcha. i love uh, that also they party. they do have hoover who's like the most level-headed yes member of their is group he, is he, he the tries he no tries. no no that's He's the guy who, at the beginning, he's like, "You guys got to get tall. down here. It's it's the uh, it's the party where we meet all the freshmen, and you're in charge of." Yeah, the, I think he was the, per, the. Oh yeah, he is the yeah. chapter yeah. president. Yeah, he's just like, "Get it together, guys." <laughs> Backtracking a little bit because now we go actually into the toga party. The guy in the hallway playing the in the stairway playing the guitar. That's mm-hmm. Stephen Bishop, apparently, who wrote the some of the songs. Yeah. in the movie, including the. Uh, Animal House song that plays during the end credits, which is very weird, Um, uh, which recaps the whole movie for you, basically. (laughs) Uh, You have Otis Day in the Nights. Uh, Quick, do they ever actually call it Animal House ever? No. 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 Well, and I I think another bit that I read was that that was the nickname of of whoever, the writers, uh, Frat House in College, because I think they were 
there was an incident with a live chicken being thrown out of a window and they had to like <laughs> chase them back like, like when they're it. unpacking the stuff there's a cow in that there's house. a cow yes. that they pull out <laughs> of the house but i think that became like his frat's nickname because there was, was, yeah. was like oh my god the animal house on on campus and then it just became a thing and now it's its own term yeah. <laughs> so there is a th- so so uh so the toga party uh it's otter right who uh yeah, who seduces or sort mm-hmm. of she participates the uh, the dean's wife. Well, because it sorry, so it goes back to Food King. Right, right. they're at Food King and he's right, like right. trying to be seductive and, yes, it's, and with she's the cucumbers. Him down. Oh my god! Everything he every says, time she she's corrects like, no. him. Yeah, I'm cracking up. It's so funny. <laughs> and I was so worried that was going to be the only time we see her. Oh no! And she it, makes Joe, a bang. Joe admitted something to me <laughs> oh, after the Lord, after the because I was talking about doing Cheryl's character crush corner as a thing on this show because I I, there, I always seem to have a crush on someone and in this movie it's D Day <laughs> so D Day <laughs> but then Joe made an admission that I Very, quite oh. enjoyed really. <laughs> That outfit, holy <laughs> my lord! I love the I dean's love wife. The, yes, I love the comic that they. It's I, I yes. It's such a funny like like sort of pseudo graduate reference. Yes, yeah. But they make they like just turn it up to eleven and make yeah. it the funniest thing you've ever seen. And then when love, she's back with the dean and she's like got her feet all on his face and she flips and he, over. He's on the phone hearing about how the Delta House screwed something up again. Right, yeah. and he's like, I got a pretty good idea. Yeah, and she like oh. flips backward off the like off the bed and laughs. And yeah, does she, does she not? Does he know that? Because yes. oh, the next shot is like it's like the school newsletter or whatever. Yes. It's like Dean's wife to vacation in Florida. At Sarah, like yes, that. at Sarasota Springs. Now here's the Sarasota thing. Springs. I tried to do some research because I had always understood Sarasota Springs in that to mean that she had an abortion. What? I had always oh. understood that's what Sarasota Springs meant. But it could be that or it could be that it's it was for rehab. So, but it is one of, now Saratoga Springs, Saratoga Springs, New York is more rehab. So Sarasota Springs, <laughs> I know there was a thing really in that era that I remember from when I was a kid that it meant wow. something bad. Okay. I had, I but never I could heard not that find reference. anything like I was looking up the history of Sarasota Springs, Florida. And of course, why would they talk about of it? Of course. Yeah. But... <laughs> But the only thing oh, I found Jesus. is there was, it, it sounded like Planned Parenthood may have originated there. Huh. I'm not positive. I didn't wow. read it because it was right afterwards, so they wouldn't even have known if she was pregnant at that point. Yes, yeah. right. Well, I think yeah. it was just like my wife had sex with it's a like, fat I'm guy. sending her off. Um, she's out well, of here. I think it, she she I was think, also, I think, clearly high. That was why she was. Well, she was drunk off. Yes, yeah, she'd drunk been to, the, to a party, but like so the. I, Senior something before that she had to oh, take yes. a function. Before. I even, she I even careens the, into the car. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think the rehab's a good. Yes, a good uh, let's go with rehab because it's a little nicer. But I, I had always understood it the other way, and I don't wow. know where that came from. Hmm. But interesting. Um, somebody told me somewhere. People used to lie to me a lot. So, um, <laughs> so a lot of stuff I realized I thought I knew that's just flat out wrong. They used to lie to me a lot. Uh, they did. Uh, <laughs> from Cheryl's crush corner to Cheryl's therapy hour. Yeah, <laughs> yep. uh, now it's just Cheryl's crushed corner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we get the hearing. Then we get the big hearing. Yes. And the eat me. Good thing. So. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and the Deltas all are being railroaded. And so they all march off to singing a rousing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. After the rousing speech by Otter. Who's Aren't practic- you pre-med? I thought you were pre-law. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Then everything, then their stuff's all taken out of the the frat house. They, they do the took road the trip. Bar. <laughs> they do the road trip with with Flounder's brother oh, Fred's car, which car. gets completely destroyed. Poor Flounder, I feel so the bad. The road for trip him. is excellent. It and is excellent, and then they go. Yeah, so that's when they pick up. They go to pick the, up Fawn Leibovitz. The road trip is also problematic. It's, it's very problematic. problematic. Several different levels. On many levels. Yes. I'll be honest, that was my least favorite part of the film, yeah. I think. It's oddly enough, oh. it's a part that I remember the most. I, I don't know why. Because they funny. go to like the, the other college, yeah. like a women's college, whatever it is, and they Yes, use this article about this sorority. Is Susan B. Anthony College, I think. Is oh, that's right. Yeah, Did, or that, or, or like Emily Dickens. That's right. Yeah. Emily Dickens. Yeah. yeah, and and the story of this young woman being killed in a kiln accident, and so oh he they God. use that to pose like like otter poses as this and so to get dates which oh my god <laughs> well at first first he asks her, oh would um would you like to go out and she says oh yeah and he says oh can you get uh can you three of your friends for my friends just instantly escalates and then they take them uh, they're driving and they stop at a club because otis day and the nights are playing the so that part i love he loves yes. us yeah, that yeah. part yeah. i love <laughs> and it's a black club they do not belong there <laughs> the music stops so yes everybody's like uh, they're like Otis, my man, and he's just looking like, oh. "What? Don't I'm not not <laughs> here, not here." Yeah, I had read that that um, that man continued on performing as Otis. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Otis is a, yeah, because yeah. this was so popular. Yeah, but I read that scene. Universal wanted cut yeah, because no, they were really. afraid there were going to be race riots because of it. <laughs> wow. And Landis got that part of the film, or, or had Richard Pryor come and watch the film, oh, and Richard actually wrote. A handwritten letter to the like, president of Universal. It really was just like loosen up, man. It's funny. That's so yeah. good. Wow. But then of course they end up just leaving all the girls yeah. there while they and take the off. The guys they, they're, they're, they're kind of muscled just... out by other guys who want to dance with the girls. Yes. We dance with your dates. Yeah. And in, in the credits, this is one of my screenwriting professor's faint like favorite tokens he likes to point out it's like give your characters memorable names just not like soldier number one soldier number two in the credits these guys are credited as big dude bigger dude and gigantic dude (laughs) (laughs) so he's like be specific (laughs) so uh they come back they're gonna the d-day's gonna fix the car whatever uh like that'll go well um yeah, so let me skip ahead to somewhere. Oh, so then well, I think the, he never intended to fix the car. No, they no, were they, going they to use gonna, it for their start, get, uh, well, but they haven't, they haven't had. Yeah, they're yeah, that's right. They're gonna. So they haven't had the other idea for it yet. But yeah, they're gonna oh, yeah. do insurance things. And uh, but then eventually we get to a point where the Omegas, Babs has has Babs. told. Marmalard about yeah. about Mandy going Otter out with Mandy. Otter in the past, and so uh, they. So he, Marmalade gets Babs, Babs to call Otter. Otter and invite him to the Rainbow Motel. Yes, uh, to meet with Mandy, theoretically, and of course all the Omegas are there and beat him terribly. Which was there a movie that we recently watched where that? I feel breaking like I away. Breaking away. Almost the same thing happened, right? Oh yeah. I totally forgot about in that. In Breaking Away, yeah. there's like well, I mean, Daniel Stern's character. The, the, the girlfriend calls and says, like, oh, so-and-so. It's is. like the same scene. Right. Kind of. Interesting, yeah. When a, and a, again, like, every time I watch this, something <laughs> something new, when he, he walks into the, the motel and he's he's got, he's like, oh, I've got a dozen roses. And then he's he's counting. See, all the guys start coming. Right. And he's like, one, two, three, four, five. Well, some of you are going to have to share, fellas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still have, Yeah. 
that's when then we go to the dean's office for the yes. midterm grades. Pinto's <sighs> midterm, he has a 1.2. Yeah, he's the head of the pledge class of the uh, flounder is a 0.2 fat, dumb and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Hoover, the the chapter president is a 1.6. D-Day has no grade point average. All classes incomplete. And Bluto has a 0.0. And they are expelled uh, at, at which point. Flounder appears to be about to say something. The dean says, out with it. And oh, he yes. yeah, vomits on and the dean. Um, <laughs> so then the Deltas, later on, the Deltas are in the house. They're very upset. They've been kicked off. They don't know. Uh, Otter's about to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Bluto says, Christ, seven years of college down the drain. <laughs> Classic. Classic. I would have stayed in college for seven years if I could have. Uh, <laughs> it's a great time. Uh, Boone comes in, he's beaten, everybody's dejected, uh, and they say it's over, forget it, it's over. Uh, and then you have Bluto's great rousing speech, over. <laughs> Did you say it's over? Nothing is over until we say it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> forget it, it, he's rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no, and it ain't over now, because when the going gets tough... <laughs> The tough get going. <laughs> Who's with me? And of course, ah! no one is. No one is at that point. He runs out uh, <laughs> But then that's when Boone says, uh, I think this situation absolutely requires a really futile and stupid gesture yes. be done on somebody's part. And Bluto says, and we're just the guys and to do it. Just the guys Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Futile and stupid gesture, by the way, is the name of a film on uh, streaming on Netflix about uh, some of the people who made this movie, National Lampoon. Yeah. And there is a couple of scenes where it's the making of this movie but it's using the actors in the movie plan it's like it's so very the layers meta. are very deep <laughs> <laughs> i need to see it i really yeah. need to see it Great. yeah uh so then they uh they get ready for the parade oh. which is our sort of big finale, what a finale scene and yeah so they fix up fred's car for that yes uh so then uh i i jotted it all down because you know i take notes um <laughs> So they make the, you see, yeah. So uh, Stork takes over the lead of the band, turns them down an alley and into a wall because they just keep marching they and don't stop. Again, that, <laughs> that also feels like maybe not Three Stooges, but a classic yes. comedy bit, oh, right. like a cartoon. You can get They're the just band running into a wall. Very Bugs Bunny to me. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, very all Bugs the, Bunny. All the, uh, Trump, what is that? Trombone, Trombones. Trombone players. They're bumping yes. into the wall. <laughs> Uh, Hoover chains the back of a float to a light pole. I do love when Hoover gets he he tells a kid to get off of the post get, the, yes. the government property, right. yes. and then he gets up there, right? And then um, Karen Allen comes by and she's like, "Hoover, he doesn't look Hoover," and like hits his leg, and he's like, "Ow, what?" <laughs> it's like you really don't want to be around here right yeah. now. It would be better for everyone if you weren't here right now. <laughs> and the, but then when he chains that float, and then and then it kind of comes apart. I don't even remember, remember what happens. And there's a woman dressed as a Playboy bunny. I was just gonna say that I think if I had if you had to pick a joke what's your favorite bit in this movie because for me it's thank you god being tossed through the kids window so that moment I loved because that gets closer to the Zucker Brothers kind of airplane yeah which is which I think for me I was hoping Animal House would be a little more of that because there were a couple moments okay. like the horse having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. And, like you were talking about the measuring. Like, You're yes. more like... That is very like, Zucker way, Brothers. Way, way insane. I, I do like that. 
kind of okay. full Bugs Bunny kind of that airplane comedy. sort yeah. of yeah. yes absolutely that, I that moment get that. was so brief and so funny <laughs> and I read a bit of trivia that child in that scene grew up to be a priest <laughs> is that true that's yes, perfection it is. there was an article about about him that said like oh so and so is still thanking God <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Thank you, God. And that to me, I mean, this movie is just like a masterclass in editing. Again, I mean, it's it's all about timing, and, and it's partly because like he had to cut so much footage. But it, like that scene, if you watch it, it's so fast. You get the joke, and then you're yep, back to the parade. Yes. And that's the thing today that comedy, like especially a lot of these yeah. sketch shows, don't understand is like quick is good. Yes, fast yes. is funny. It's it's easy to do the thing where you do a joke so much that it's not funny anymore, and then you keep doing it, Bring it so around. much that it is funny. Yeah. But to me, it's kind of like a handicap. It's like if you can keep running on a treadmill, that's easy. But if you can like do it fast and yeah. cut away to something else, that's difficult and funnier. <laughs> so next flounder throws 10,000 uh, marbles. Like 10, marbles <laughs> and they just had them. Uh, so he uses those to stop the ROTC with Niedermeyer and all them. They start falling oh. on them. Then they set off smoke bombs. Uh, Babs loses her dress. Yes. By the way, she said it was snowing that day that they filmed that, oh, where God. she literally had to be out of her dress and it happened to the snow. Yeah, they're in Oregon, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, and then and then the Delta cake that says, eat me, on the side, because <laughs> yeah. why wouldn't it? The death machine. Yes, it, it splits in half. The death mobile comes out, which is <laughs> the the, formerly Fred's so car. So cool. Uh, that stops across from the grandstand, like right across the street. Uh, so first, Bluto gets out and swashbuckles his way up oh, the buildings, uh, and then and then uh, it's Marmalade, right? Who comes and tries to get Otter out of there, and yes, that's yes. that's another line I have used so many times. Wife, I'm sorry, come back, come back later. Come back later. <laughs> and then he comes out, and he's like, hey, hey, look at my finger, and then he punches. Him. Can't, wow, can't believe you did that. And then I love the extended time cut of. The Desmobile charging right across the street to the grandstand. It's like 20 feet, right? It takes so long. And, it's, and it just cuts, it cuts to the grandstand, cuts to the car, cuts to the grandstand, <laughs> cuts to the car. Like it's still going, like it's getting all this speed. Knocks everybody up in the air. Uh, well, when we get a shot of each of them like yes, falling right. in the Where air. We get, and we get Flounder reprising his line from earlier in the movie. Oh boy, is this great. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kevin Bacon gets squished. Uh, all well. <laughs> uh, and basically the movie just sort of ends with well, yeah each each uh, of the kind of the main characters gets a little freeze frame right. text on screen of what became of them yes. what I thought was really interesting here is it also put the year that they graduate yes Ot which Otter and Boone still graduate like on time <laughs> right well I mean like how did any of the where did they go they didn't go back to Faber right so who knows um, I think they did I think they I, did I don't know how that worked but they wanted so to Hoover, just get them off campus yeah. <laughs> so Hoover becomes public defender Pinter, Pinto is editor of National Lampoon uh -huh, of course uh, Marmalade uh, wait I wrote another note there Marmalade is a Nixon White a House Nixon. Aid, raped in prison 1974. Uh, Stratton is a gynecologist in Beverly Hills. Makes sense. Uh, Niedermeyer killed in Vietnam by his own troops. Yeah, that's a rough one. Uh, yes, Flounder, sensitivity trainer in countergroups of Cleveland. Yeah. Um, uh, D-Day, whereabouts unknown. Yes. That's perfect. That's probably my favorite right. one. Yes. Well, and that says he's driving out. He gets, he's doesn't he have a motorcycle? Car, police or a police car. car. Yeah. Steals a police car. Oh, God, yes. Uh, Boone and Katie, married 1964, divorced 1969. Now, did you did you know that they made uh, Landis... 
coming to that. Yo, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going. There I'm coming you go. to it. Okay. Because I was watching the DVD. Uh, Babs is a tour guide at Universal Studios Hollywood, which is the best thing ever because then at the very end of the movie, it says Universal, then it says Universal. When in Hollywood, visit Universal Studios, and then the little ask for Babs, which <laughs> appeared on a number of the Universal comedies no after that. Way. I still wait for it every time there's a Universal so, comedy. So it started in this one, obviously, yes. and then they just and kept showing If you it. watch some of the other <laughs> Universal comedies in the 70s after it, still have the ask for Babs. Was there something yes. at incredible. Universal Studios where if you did go ask for Babs? Oh my gosh, I never even thought to actually try. Oh my God, let's go. So it was, it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, you used to get i think like uh, a vip little tram oh. tour or something you got something and then they ended it like in the 80s or oh, something yeah, oh, yeah. Man. i want to try it uh and then of course the capper to it is as bluto he has thrown <laughs> mandy into the car and driven off with her she's fighting and then you see them she's snuggled up to him in the car and it says senator and mrs john blutarski washington dc <laughs> Perfect. Absolute perfection. So So then uh, a couple things. Yes, on the DVD, there was a Where Are They Now, which John Landis went back and filmed with the original actors. Okay. So Where Are They Now? Boone and Katie uh, married again in 74, divorced in 85. (laughs) And then she got pregnant. And so they married again. Their son is named Otis. Um, Babs still works as a tour guide at Universal Studios. She's been married and divorced twice. Uh, Flounder still works with the Cleveland. He runs their EST. Do you guys remember EST? That was a thing. That EST was oh, it was no. a really big thing, an encounter group thing. I don't know. Uh, he was uh, beaten by Mike Tyson while he was he was trying to train Mike Tyson in EST, <laughs> and he was beaten in the course of that. And he's still single. Uh, oh, Mrs. No. Wormer lives in Chicago. She's a barfly. Um, <laughs> the dean and she says Dean Wormer was fired from Faber after the parade. Yes. Uh, Otis Day uh, doesn't remember the Deltas. He's been married seven times. He's performing on Beale Street in Memphis. Oh um, Kevin Bacon's character Chip Diller went on to get an MBA. Uh, he's he was a yuppie. Got in trouble <laughs> with dope. Um, at 30 he started seeing Jesus and food uh, he's now born again and a reverend yes uh, Curtis Fuller uh, who was called Hardbar I think yeah. uh, and, uh, he said that Stork died uh, they were going to start a business together but Stork died uh, and this guy has uh, written a hundred adult novels and runs an adult store in Hollywood <laughs> Hoover lives in Baltimore, has four kids, one's adopted, and he's married. He's a public. He was a public defender for nine years. Now he's an assistant DA. Um, Dean Wormer lives in Sarasota, Florida, ah. uh, in a retirement home. He's kind of lost it, but if when you mention the Deltas, he gets really upset. Uh, uh, Otter uh, is still a gynecologist in Beverly Hills. That's still sketchy. Uh, D-Day, they tracked. They said there were rumors that he was at like a, a monastery, like a Buddhist monastery in Tibet. There were all these rumors. They tracked him down to an abandoned tract house in Modesto. Had a It had a pirate flag out front. Um, it, when he opened the door, he started faking a Mexican accent. Like oh he was trying to, he's speaking. No, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. And speaking a Mexican, gets in the car on the side of the house, comes out, does 
you know donuts. donuts and does that same laugh as he's driving yeah. off that he did in the movie <laughs> um and then uh and they say at the end and as you all know already uh bluto and mandy are now president and first lady <laughs> oh, of the united god. states and i just sat there for a second and like, thought my wow. god it's true it's my true. God. <laughs> only bluto would be a better human but uh i was floored for a moment at yeah. how prescient that was uh, oh the only other thing I wanted to bring up, and I'm sure none of you remember it, I think I'm the only person on the planet who watched it, Delta House, the television show. The spinoff from this movie. I remember movie. hearing about it. Yes, and it, I watched it. It was one right? season in 1979, 13 episodes. John Vernon, Bruce McGill, Stephen First, and James Widows Hoover all came back. Um, Josh Mostel played Jim Blotto Blutarski. Uh, brother. Which is weird they yes. didn't just get Jim Belushi. Jim, but. Yeah. I know. Well, I think he was still too young at the time. So, um, well, no, they, I read that they asked him and he said no. Oh, really? Yeah. I oh, thought he wow. would have been a little he too young. said no. It's funny and, that we, someone mentioned Breaking Away earlier that this reminded you of it because Breaking Away also tried to have the TV show. Oh, that's that right. Oh, see, I'd forgotten about that one. So it's kind and of then, like this idea yeah. of school as, kids. You want to keep them going. As yeah. a character called the bombshell, Michelle Pfeiffer in that show. Wow. I had wow. no memory wow. of her in that until I started reading about it. But I Very distinctly remember watching Delta House because D-Day was in it. And I like <laughs> D-Day. So, yeah. And the other thing that it I read. It is available on YouTube. Was that they did <laughs> want to try and do a sequel film yes. at some point. But then uh, Belushi had died. So that put it yeah. all that put You it can't all do away. it without without mm, Bluto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and but, then until recently and still kind of, John Landis had that huge, uh, a, during the Twilight Zone movie, an actor and a, two, a, a child right. actor yeah. and a, a Vic Mora yeah. died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of the helicopter accident on that anthology oh, film. Yes, it was which, a segment John Landis was directing and it basically oh, got him blacklisted from Hollywood. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It caused a lot, of, a lot of safety regulations and things yeah. to be put in place, thankfully. but Yeah, there was a lot of tragic... Yes, a lot of tragic things. A lot of good things came out of it. Yeah. Like the regulations and um, Yeah, but other, it was a terrible... And I remember when the when Twilight Zone, the movie, came out and watching it, because I loved Twilight Zone, yeah, so I right. went to see it. But yeah, but that whole segment, still, to watch it is like, mm, it's, I it's know tough. what happened I'm and really it's weird. I'm really kind of shocked they released it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, me too. I, I felt like... Interesting. In today's world, they would probably have put another segment. Yeah. I remember a yeah. couple of years ago that that tanked a movie. There was a movie that was going that oh. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was called, but it I never it never got finished because there was some accident involving either motorcycles or a train. Yeah. And well, there was like, the one with the train that caused a bunch of new safety regulations yeah, as well. That, that was yeah. a, that, that was never finished. Was she a PA think. that was killed? Yeah. 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 So. Mm. Stuff, yeah. Well, stuff that whole thing brought color. us the worst thing, which was Max Landis, who I can't stand. Well, I have to tell you, I said <laughs> yeah. to Joe, I said to Joe at the end of the Q and A, John Landis is definitely Max Landis's son. No, John Landis. <laughs> got it as I said it. I probably said it that way that night too. Okay. John Landis is definitely Max, Max Landis's father. father. Um, yes, it runs in the family. And there was when when the actress who played Babs talked. She told a story, and then he just went. Now back to Verna Bloom, like just oh, wow. completely negated he, yeah, everything he was she very said. Dismissive. And and yeah, just kind of through the whole thing, I got that vibe of you know, I, yeah. It's, he also was talking about the actresses on set, and he's like, oh, they were like my Barbies. 
I would say, oh, bigger hair, bigger this, bigger that. And the kid next to me was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> In that case, he might have been right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was just funny. Yeah. That, that, you know, that was leading. That was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. Because it was that. And then the thing he said right after that, the kid was like, I'm out. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. And what if that kid was Max Landis? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he didn't know. Yeah. 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 He didn't have not. rainbow hair. It was not Max <laughs> I have met Max Landis before. He seems nice, but uh, he's not. Uh, yeah. He's not. Mm. No, but okay. So, Joe and Brock, this is this was your first watch. Yeah, but but I feel like the you're at opposite ends. You sure seem yeah. to be. I still think it. You should see it. I okay. I just yeah. I just didn't. I I didn't enjoy it outside of anything with John Belushi in it. I loved. Do you think it lives up to its status? As a cult. And its reputation as a, a like huge like uh, one of the best comedies of all time. I don't know. Honestly, like, like same era. Uh, the Jerk, pound for pound, is a funnier movie to I, me. Really? Steve Martin's The Jerk, you don't agree? No. I don't care for The Jerk. Oh. Well, There's like one both. funny moment for me in The Jerk. I wow. Think, but the jerk, jerk is a movie based on a bit. Like, to <laughs> me, I, it's I not that I think both good. are very funny, but they're different movies. Yeah. But, but yeah. I guess for my, maybe it's just a flavor, a, a yeah. comedy flavor. Um, and also... Uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, I enjoy more. Yes, sure. Oh, you know, I might would go there with you on that. But I'm also the sucker for a road trip movie because I have ADHD, so I like every seven minutes getting introduced to a new small Different problem. Different things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, think- yeah, people should see this movie. And and I was I was surprised at how many references I was aware of. Mm. And, and I, also maybe it was because so many people had talked so highly of this movie yeah. that it was hard for me to enjoy it. Or like really felt like I was enjoying it Because I was like oh I knew that was going to happen Yeah I I definitely think If you haven't seen it you should Especially if you're a fan of comedy It didn't feel stale to me And I I was really afraid that it was going to be one of those Oh I've seen this bit before And it wouldn't have any weight to it But it most definitely did Seeing it with a crowd helped for sure So if it's screening anywhere Go watch it Um it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, but yet completely different all at the same time, which was <laughs> refreshing and fantastic. I loved when we came out of the theater and you you mentioned how many lines from the movie you knew without realizing you knew them from that <laughs> it, they were from yeah. this movie. Yeah. And the only part I remembered of the bits that I saw on television, the end. Yeah. I remember the parade and the car ramming everything and the cake and all of that. And, and like the freeze frame and telling where everyone was later you yeah. know, in their life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it it was a great night. I enjoyed that immensely. I was very happy that to get to go sit with you when you saw it for the first time. I was like, this it is, is so exciting. It is fun to watch great. it with someone who's never seen it. Because I, I, I watched this with my brother who had just graduated high school. And my, my mom actually told me, she's like, you need to watch Animal House with your brother. I want to show it to him, but it's weird to watch Animal House with your mom. Yeah. My mom, coincidentally, was the one who showed it to me first, like, which is a little different. But like, I'm watching it with him, and, and he had never seen the, the zit. I'm a zit. Get it. And when the, when that happened, he just giggled. Like, I had never heard him laugh the way he did at John Belushi. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like it's like sitting with your kid and watching him watch Star Wars for the first time. You're like, oh, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's, it's an experience it's definitely an interesting an interesting viewing through someone else's eyes yeah and, and i knew that scene i had seen that yeah. clip of that scene but i had never seen what led up to it and that to me was funnier than the zit thing. oh just yes. the food. seeing him go through the food line was probably 
my favorite moment. <laughs> that of is really, it's a really surprisingly that scene fun is moment. Both revolting and hilarious oh. at the same time because I just want to gag when it's, he's that's he's hamburger. That he's a whole hamburger. hamburger in his mouth. Yeah, it's like just don't, just don't sit near his face. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good shtick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I if the whole movie was Bluto, I would I think I would have been happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I think for me it also came down to like I didn't really care about any of the characters. Uh. So like and and maybe it's because there were just so many of them. Like I liked Otter. The guy who played Otter had a like this kind of charisma about him that you kind of yes. you, you pick up on. But all the other like people in Delta House, I was like, eh. I like I I I have this weird thing where like I like Boone. Because that actor is also in The Mask, Jim Carrey's The Mask. Right. What? Is he yes. the bad guy in The Mask? Is that Peter Rieger? He's, the, he's yeah. the cop, yeah. yeah. He's what? also in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, he's yeah, the, yeah. He's the older boyfriend. Yes. And when I saw that, I'm like, ha! Huh. So it's a weird thing where my childhood, like, I watched The Mask a lot, and then there I'm watching Animal House 2, and I'm like, this is the same guy? Like, I'm just like having a time, yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, and it's amazing how many of them have continued to work yeah. And have careers and became so much bigger after this movie. Obviously, everybody in the movie became bigger because of it. But who was the actor who played Otter again? Tim Matheson. Tim Matheson. <laughs> yeah, he played he played the vice president in The West Wing. Oh, got it. Didn't he? Did he play a lot of dads too? Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so a dad actor. Everybody ends up <laughs> ends up doing that when they get older, right? Yeah. You play the parent. Yeah. Bruce McGill is still out there doing stuff. Yeah, I just he doesn't look quite like D Day anymore. No, right? he he does a lot of character work. Yeah, as like the because I just first recently saw my cousin Vinny for the first time. Wow, oh, yeah, wow. he's the sheriff I in that. I haven't seen that. And I oh, need we to. should have saved that one I, for this. Show. I, I know, but I have to. I have, to have a social life outside <laughs> of this. Know, general. There are things. There are things I have like on my watch list. And I'm like, should I watch it myself or wait? Will we do this on the show? I could have just lied to you guys, but I can't do. I would. I'd recommend putting it on your list. It is. Yeah, it's been it's, on there for good. a while. But he's also in John John Claude Van Damme's Time Cop. Wow. <laughs> Bruce Bruce McGill yeah. is that his name? Yeah. Whoa. Um he's, he's in all kinds of stuff. God, and I've I, seen the weirdest in things. things he pops up in the weirdest stuff. Yeah, it's it's great. Usually as a bad guy these days, you know. Yeah. I am Cheryl Jones, and I host Movies Made Me podcast. You can find that at uh, on Instagram at it. it <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. Instagram at Movies Made Me, and Twitter and Facebook at Movies Made Me Pod, uh, and it's on the Dragon Wagon Radio Network. Um, I'm Alisa Gonzalez. I'm uh, on Twitter at this Alisa, and it's on my list. Pod is on all of the social media as it's on my list. Pod. I'm Joe Myers. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatJoeMyers. I'm also part of a horror show called Podcast Macabre. You can find us at PodcastMacabre.com where we play on all the things. You can find us on Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Macabre. I'm Brock Powell, a voice actor and a podcaster on a couple other shows. You can find me at all the things at Brock Vox and uh, the Unpop Podcast and my latest show, Literal Animal House, where I break into the zoo and act out parts of the Animal House movie I can remember <laughs> until zoo police remove me. <laughs> 
And then you're on double secret probation. <laughs> secret probation. Uh, I'm Bethany Brinton. I'm a film composer, and you can find me on all the social things at Bethany Brinton. I'm Andrew Lindy, and you can uh, hear me on some other podcasts such as Nothing New, a remake podcast, and uh, Dunstan Checks Men. That's right. It's a podcast breaking down. <laughs> Dunstan Checks In Minute by Minute. Uh, you know, go check them out. Uh, BenVNetwork.com slash Dunstan. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. And thank you for listening to It's On My List. <laughs>you guys did okay. all see really? that I won the Lebowski Fest costume contest. Did you? We did. did. And it's the one year he didn't remember to make trophies. Uh, yes, Jane oh. told me. So I got me. a t-shirt, yeah. which I'd already bought. <laughs> oh. But I've kept that it separate. That was like separate. me and my fifth grade spelling bee was the one year they did not get yeah, trophies. I've kept so. it separate. I'm going to put it in a frame and have a little plaque made. That's so. nice. I know or the get myself a bowling trophy. I don't know which. Well, there you go. <laughs> Kevin Bacon was. <laughs> you were just thinker. hanging out. And, Kevin Bacon and oddly like. enough, did he order bacon? <laughs> I'd like to think so. That would have been great. I, like so. he, uh, I will say I saw him and I did start to tremor. So. Uh, get <laughs> home.